0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم rahim Alhamdulillah رب العالمين Wa والسلام على رسول الله وعلى wa ala وسلم تسليما wa إلى يوم الدين wa بعد اللهم لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت ala الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا ala بما علمتنا وزدنا علما وعملا يا كريم ala ala لي صدري ويسر لي أمري wa وَحْلُ الْأُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي All praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we seek His forgiveness and we seek His guidance. And we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of our souls and the adverse consequences of our deeds. Whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees guidance upon, then none can misguide him. And whomsoever Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala decrees misguidance upon, then none can guide him. And peace and salutations be upon the final messenger, Muhammad ibn Abdullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship besides one Allah, and that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger. Uh, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, Assalamu salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Masha'Allah. Barakallahu feekum everybody for your attendance. Um, obviously there is um, a slight delay in the transmission. Um... And thus I've been waiting for your responses. Barakallahu fikum, for responding to my salaam. Uh, and that further gives me uh, confidence that I am clearly audible. Walillahi uh, alhamd. Um. The nature of technology is that um, it's not supposed to have a mind of its own, but uh, it does end up having a mind of its own. So, for example, um, as I introd uh, this particular talk, I did get some messages saying that uh, there are microphone issues. But alhamdulillah, each and every one of you have heard me. uh, Walillahi alhamd. Brothers and sisters in Islam, welcome to our second episode. or second part rather, third episode because our first episode was an introduction and then after that we had part one and today is uh, is part two. So welcome to uh, part two uh, and this third episode in our study of provisions for the hereafter um, or the abridged summarized version. Uh, of the book, Provisions for the Hereafter, a book by Imam Ibn Qayyim al jawziyah Rahmatullahi Alayh, and uh, this book that was summarized by um, Sheikh Muhammad Ibn Abdul Wahhab, uh, Rahimahullah. Uh, last week, we um, tapped into the introduction, Alhamdulillah, and uh, we heard a little bit um, from the summarized introduction, and we began um, discussing the different parts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation Um, and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a certain precedence or rank or benefit uh, to parts of His creation over others. And the reason why we we delved into this discussion uh, is because uh, Imam Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, uh, began his introduction or based his introduction upon uh, an amazing ayah in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, an ayah in Surah Al-Qasas, which is Um, ayah number 68, um, in surah number 28. And this is the ayah in which uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chooses who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives rank to. And nobody has uh, a say in uh, that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. Alhamdulillah, we we discussed the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created uh, the skies and made them seven skies and how he gave a special rank to the highest sky. And we spoke about uh, the different angels that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created and how rank has been given to three angels, uh, uh, Jibreel salam and Mikail salam and uh, Israfil salam. Uh, uh, And um, we also discussed how these three angels have been uh, given this rank and precedence and mention over the others. Uh, And with this, if we look at the three, we see that an even greater precedence has been given to Jibreel uh, alayhi salam. And then we spoke uh, about, alhamdulillah, also the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the different heavens. And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave uh, Al-Firdaus or the highest heaven uh, a rank far greater than the other heavens. Even though they are all heavens, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave some specifics to uh, Al-Firdaus, the highest uh, paradise which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, did not give to uh, the other uh, heavens, inshallah, we want to uh, continue uh, this particular discussion and mature uh, this discussion. And um, as we uh, or before we do that, let us have um, a reading of the introduction. If uh, my dear brother Abdul Mateen, uh, today's class head, um, is available and ready, if you could please read for us uh, the introduction again, um, the introduction or the summarized introduction uh, from the book Provisions for. The hereafter. Inshallah. let's listen to the introduction so we can refresh our memories and then insha'Allah we will continue uh, with some of the teachings of uh, Imam uh, Ibn Al-Qayyim Rahmatullahi alayh, uh, from his main book Zad uh, pertaining to what we hear in the reading insha'Allah. Please go ahead, Akhi Al-Kareem Abdul-Mateen. Okay, uh, Barakallahu Fikum Akhi kareem Jazakum Khairan uh, for that reading. Masha'Allah, uh, Abdul-Mateen has... Um, been very highly motivated, alhamdulillah, and has read for us the entire uh, introduction, alhamdulillah. So, barakallahu fikum. And in fact, uh, the reading is in its place because, inshallah, uh, the points covered um, uh, in this particular reading um, are the points that, inshallah, we will traverse through uh, during my explanation. Jazakumullah khairan, Abdul Mateen, if you could please uh, mute your microphone, that would be great. Jazakumullah khairan. Okay, so, brothers and sisters, um, uh, Last week, the last point of discussion was the difference between um, a Nabi and a Rasul. And the reason why we we, we discussed this is because we discussed how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created mankind. And from mankind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to give a special rank and give... Uh, a special precedence to uh, the, the, the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam. The Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose from the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam messengers. And um, as we see from the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us 124,000 uh, prophets and from them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose 313. So we have a group that Allah created known as mankind. And from this group Allah gave rank to a specific group known as the Ambiya, And from this group, Allah gave an even more special rank to the messengers, to the messengers, those messengers that were 313 in number. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, in Surah Al-Ahzab, uh, then oh, 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 um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Al-Ahzab, ayah number 7, and Surah Al-Shura, ayah number 13, that out of these 313 messengers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave an even greater and more special rank to five of the messengers out of 313. Remember, we're talking about how Allah creates what He wants subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a rank to whoever or whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes to give rank to. And nobody has a say in the matter, right? So even though we have these 313 who are known as the messengers, do we have a more special group than the 313? From the 313? And the answer is yes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us who they are in uh, ayah number 7 in surah al-Ahzab and uh, ayah number 13 in surah al-Shura. In surah al-Ahzab Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَهُمْ وَمِنْكَ وَمِنْ نُوحٍ وَإِبْرَهِيمَ وَمُوسَى وَعِيسَ بْنِ مَرْيَمَ So take note of the names of these messengers that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has cited, and then in Surah Al-Shura, Ayah number thirteen, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "Shara' min ma bihi Nuh, wa ilayka, wa ma bihi Ibrahim wa Musa wa Isa an So Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala in these ayat mentions Nuh alayhi salam, and he mentions uh, Musa alayhi Salam and he mentions Isa alayhi salam, and he mentions Ibrahim alayhi salam, and he mentions Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa These are five uh, special mentions that we find in these two ayat. And the scholars, Rahmatullahi teach us that these five are mentioned because Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has chosen them from the 313 and given them a special rank and special status and gave them the title of Ulul Azmi Minar Rusul. The messengers of absolute resolve. The messengers of absolute resolve. Right? They faced extreme difficulty and they were patient through it and were diligent in. Um, uh, serving the message of Islam and following the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in propagating this message to the masses, in doing what they were supposed to do. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cites these five. Now someone might say, but Sheikh, how come you delayed Ibrahim alayhi salam? Uh, to the point just before Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam Didn't Ibrahim alayhi sallam come before uh, Musa? And the answer to that is yes, he did. And remember we discussed this the other day when we uh, spoke about all the prophets going back to um, Ibrahim alayhi sallam via his two sons. Meaning the prophets after Ibrahim alayhi sallam go back go back to uh, uh, to Ibrahim alayhi via his two sons the one son is known as uh, Ismail alayhi and the other son is known as uh, Ishaq alayhi so this is from the barakah of Ibrahim that Allah that he, he was so good Ibrahim alayhi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him the father of the prophets right so he definitely did come before Musa alayhi but how is it that he came before Musa alayhi but I delayed his mention uh, till after Isa alayhi salam. Now the reason why I delayed his mention towards, uh, uh, towards after Isa alayhi salam is for a reason. And that reason is, yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created or, uh, the prophets. And from the prophets he chose the messengers. And from the messengers, as you've heard, He's chose the, prof- the messengers of absolute resolve. These five. And from these five, Allah chose two. From these five, and gave them a higher rank than the other five, and that was Ibrahim alayhi salam and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and these two were titled Khalilullah, right? They were titled Khalilullah. That they 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 they, they are the the closest friends of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala coat uh, and coat. Khalilullah, and the scholars say khulla or this concept of of of, of being a Khalil is the concept of your heart having no love except for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. That the entire heart. Only loves Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and is filled with the love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala that your remembrance, uh, you know, uh, the the remembrance or the remembrances that you experience uh, behind the waking of every day and the sleeping of every night is related to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And we know that Ibrahim Alayhi Salam was tested with his son Ismail. For 90 years, the, scholar, uh, the, uh, the scholars of Tafsir say he asked Allah for a child, and Allah gave him this boy when he was 90 years of age. 90 years of age. And then we, 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 we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then uh, commanded Ibrahim alayhi salam to send this young boy with his mother to the barren land, the barren valley, which is Mecca. Right? There was nothing in Mecca, no Kaaba, no Zamzam, no greenery, no population, no city, send them and leave them in the middle of nowhere. A son that you wanted for so long, now send him and leave him in the middle of nowhere. Let's see who you are true to, Ya Ibrahim. Not that Allah didn't know, Allah is most knowledgeable, right? But this is known as ilm al where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates a circumstance so that uh, things become manifest. It's not that Allah is creating the circumstance because Allah doesn't know what will happen and Allah wants to see what will happen. As some misguided sects say, this is incorrect. Allah knows everything. Allah knows what was and Allah knows what is and Allah knows what will be and Allah knows what will not be and Allah knows how everything will be and Allah knows uh, even those things which are not to be, if they happen to be, then how they will be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows as well. Allahu Akbar. This is the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So no one can claim that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes certain things happen, so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can see, whether or, or come to know whether uh, we are true believers, and so on and so forth. Right, so it's not that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tested Ibrahim to go and, leave, uh, to, and commanded him to leave his child in a barren land, so that Allah could see where the allegiance of Ibrahim was. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala already knew where the allegiance of Ibrahim alayhi salam was. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a situation to make manifest to each and every one of us where the allegiance of Ibrahim was. And there's other wisdoms behind uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands. Uh, For example, us learning the concept of patience and taking uh, pride in the fact that people before us went through greater tests with regards to their religion, and they passed those tests. So we can as well. Right? So Allah tested Ibrahim salam with his son, not once but twice, because then later on in life Allah commanded him to put a knife to the throat of Ismail alayhi salam. Right? So uh what became manifest to us all is that the heart of Ibrahim alayhi salam was filled with this tremendous love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thus Allah titled him Khalil. And then we have Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who was also given the title of Khalil. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as a footnote, my dear brothers and sisters, uh, somebody, you know, somebody may say, what is the evidence regarding the fact that even those things which are not meant to be, if they happen to be, then how they will be? uh, What's the evidence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows this? And in answer to your question, the evidence is that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us in the Qur'an that once once a person passes away, they will never come back to life. And on the day of Qiyamah, Allah tells us that they will beg Allah to send them back and that they will become better people. And they will do that which they left. And they will listen to the message that they left. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, No, Allah says, if we were to send you back, you will go back to that which you were upon. So Allah in this ayah tells us that Allah knows that no one's going to go back, but if the, if that which Allah said will not happen, happens to happen, then how the things will be if they happen? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows this as well, Allahu Akbar. This is the vastness, this is the depth of the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of Qadr and all the decrees and divine will and predestination is set upon the foundation of the ilm is set upon the foundation of this divine knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also. For example, we have in the sunnah an authentic narration, where where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if there was to be a prophet after me, it would have been Umar right so there's uh, عنه, there's no prophet that's going to come after rasulullah sallallahu but if there was then how this is circumstance and situation would be allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows this thus allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to his uh, messenger وسلم, and his messenger taught us this. So we must understand this brothers and sisters. And whilst we're on this point and this is a footnote to the discussion, but nonetheless an important one, especially for our brothers and sisters in the da'wah, and you may be asked this question, a lot of the time when you do work in, in propagating Islam, even if you know, you, you, you're not at the level of knowledge that you, you should be at, or you haven't done any formal education, or informal education, when people see you working in the da'wah and they have problems, they come to you for advice, and a lot of people have this issue with understanding divine will, predestination, uh, and, and, and so on and so forth. And the reality is that uh, they need uh, what they uh, the reason why many people have difficulty in understanding divine will and predestination is because they have not understood that uh, the destination has been written on the preserved tablet based on the divine knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that happens, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed 50,000 years before the creations of the heavens and the earth. As is established in the authentic sunnah, right? 50,000 years before Allah created the heavens and the earth. And these decrees that were established were established based on the divine knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Divine knowledge, and that divine knowledge is based on the explanation that I shared with you. That Allah knows what was, and Allah knows what is, and Allah knows what will be, and Allah knows how everything will be. And even those things that are not meant to be, then how they will be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows as well. Right? I'm repeating it so we fathom this, so we understand this. Right? Um, you know, Sometimes people ask that, why should I make dua? If everything is decreed, why should I make dua? It's going to happen anyway, right? The reality is uh, that Rasulullah wasallam said that du'a can change destination. Now somebody will say, well, how can it change destination when everything was written 50,000 years before the earth was created, before creation was created, before the heavens and the earth were created? How is this possible? It was written already. So how is the du'a going to change that? Well, if you know that, that you know predestination and divine will was written based on the divine knowledge of Allah, then you will understand that Allah decreed that you will be in a situation, and Allah decreed that you will make dua because Allah knew that you would make dua, and Allah decreed that He would answer your dua, and as a result of your dua, your destination would have been changed, and based on, on the knowledge of Allah, all this was inscribed and prescribed on the preserved tablet. This is the reality. And that's how the Qadr was written. So the Qadr was written based on the divine knowledge of Allah. Because Allah knows what will happen before it happens. You must remember the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not specific to time, is not specific to to place. Uh, The knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have the concept of past tense, future tense, present tense, and so on and so forth. Allah created time. This concept of past, future and present and so on and so forth is a concept not foreign to you and me. The creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, think about it this way. For example, you watch a documentary. You've watched the entire documentary. You've seen everything that will happen. And then you sit with somebody who didn't watch it. And this person doesn't know what will happen. And then... Because you know what will happen, before things happen, you start telling them, wait, this is going to happen. Wait, that is not going to happen. And so on, you you know, it's called the spoilers. You start spoiling it for them, right? That's what happens. And and the person might say, "That's subhanallah, you've watched it. Be quiet, let me watch it in peace, right? We're talking about halal documentary, by the way, not documentaries that make us waste time, right? So how is it possible that you are able, you are able to tell your friend, or your partner, what will happen before it? Before they see it happening, because what they are about to see, you have already seen. Does that make sense, my dear brothers and sisters? Right. So, uh, obviously, I'm just trying to give you an example that brings matters closer to closer to your mind. Um, the life that you and I are yet to see, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has seen already. This is what you must understand. In any case. In any case, uh, this is a footnote to the discussion. We're discussing how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives precedence and rank. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave precedence and rank to the Ulul Azmi min al-Rusul, the Prophets of Absolute Resolution. And He gave them this rank or a rank Above the rank given to the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from these five, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave a rank and precedence to two Ibrahim alayhi salam and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And they were known as the Khalil of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we've explained what Khalil means and we've given an example from the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam in terms of how his heart was filled with the love of Allah and everything he did for Allah and even his children was for the sake of Allah. It wasn't for the sake. Of name, it wasn't for the sake of fame, it wasn't for the sake of being recognized in society because we know that you know, when we have children, especially when we have boys, then that is considered praiseworthy uh, in many a society. No, it was for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that is why when Allah tested him with his son, he answered the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even you know, during Eid, when we announced the takbir, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar La ilaha illallah Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar wa lillahi alhamd right we know this takbir we do it uh, during both eids right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الْعِدَّةَ اللَّهَ عَلَى مَا هَدَاكُمْ وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about uh, our practice after Ramadan, and Ramadan is not so long away. May Allah uh, grant us life to witness yet another Ramadan, and may Allah inspire us to witness Laylatul Qadr, and may Allah inspire us to be forgiven, uh, and, and from the forgiven, and, and to make us from those freed from the hellfire. And Ya so uh, when we, uh, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in this ayah that العدتة, That you complete fasting the month. وَلِتُكَبِّرُ ala ma And you announce the takbir, which happens on the day of Eid, before the Eid prayer. Because of the guidance which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showered upon us. تشكرون, and perhaps, and so that you will be from the thankful. You will be from the the thankful. Now, brothers and sisters, uh, this takbir, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallahu allahu, allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi al-hamd. This takbir is from the takbir of Ibrahim alayhi salam. And this was the takbir that he announced when he was um, uh, you know, preparing himself to follow the command of Allah and put the knife on the neck of his beloved son, Allahu Akbar. Right? So, this is what he was doing. And, 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 and uh, the scholars of Tafsir say Allah gave Ibrahim Ishaq 10 years after Allah gave Ibrahim Ismail salam. right? There was 10 years between them. Allah knows best. This is what uh, some of the scholars of Tafsir say. So they say Ibrahim had Ismail when he was 90 years of age and Ishaq alaihissalam uh, uh, when uh, Ibrahim alaihissalam was 100 years of age.